TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Fuck. I need a, um, I didn't know that. How the fuck am I on this guy's team? So how you been, man? Good, good. I don't know. I'm I'm on this other dude's team for some reason. I'm about to see. I'm about to submit a trade for me. I'm gonna see if it'll go through. Fuck this. Like what was the dude, email? What was the email? What do you mean? What was the email? That the Dynasty Fantasy email came through. What was the email? Um, hold He's on. Got so many emails. I don't know what to look for anymore. From Michael Gallup. My fifth pick this year and next year is first. For Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the worst they're going to do is say, no, I didn't send that. I'm like, dude, I got a fucking trade proposal from you. <laughs> That's why I don't, people don't <clears throat> trade with us, man. We hack in accounts. And, and I don't even know how the fuck that I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Weekly Blitz Podcast. On thechairshot.com, chairshot.com, always use your heads. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash chairshot. Pick you up an official like a referee's whistle, chairshot.com t-shirt, promo code, chairshot. Did you figure that one out? Chairshot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, what do we talk about, dude? We got Dave Ungar coming on from the Attitude of Aggression podcast later. Also, the Bandwagon Nerds podcast to discuss some sports. And the sports we are discussing this week, NHL is returning with a 2014 tournament-style postseason. I guess how you would say it, to determine a Stanley Cup winner. Single-game elimination until you get to conference and Stanley Cup finals in its best out of seven. Uh, I'm assuming you've so heard about this. So they're just taking the top. I've, I've briefly heard about it. So is it just the top 24 teams that they're taking? How many teams are in the NHL? I don't know. I thought there was like 32. 30. I thought there was in their 30s. For a sports podcast, guys, let me rephrase this. We're not a sports podcast. We're a football, fantasy football, and betting football podcast. 
how many teams are in the NHL? So I don't know. There's something about the playoff. I'm trying to read an article that they, I guess they announced something for the NBA too with the a play-in tournament for the postseason. Mm-hmm. Did you catch details on that? No, I'm actually trying to find it. Um, but all it has is like a video. But let me see if I can hunt that down while we're. That's a good because Dave is very much more familiar with the way NHL works. I do watch the NHL more than you because I'm into the Predators. You do watch it because of the Predators, and because of the Predators, I got into the NHL. But Dave is an actual NHL fan, so that's a good question we can ask him: Is why only 24 out of 31? How does the seating work? Does it go by last year's last year's or seedings? is it? Or may, maybe they're just looking at if you had a 500 record better, we're going to give you a shot to. To get in, how many games did they play before they cut it? You remember? I don't know. I don't remember. Hmm. It's it's sad because I feel like it's been so long that right. even about the normal sports. And if you hear anything, with the bottle, I'm drinking some Sprite. So they actually uh, it looks like the NBA is trying to do like they proposed a play-in tournament for teams such as the Blazers that are close to a playoff berth. The Blazers. So. So, like, well, not just the Blazers, but teams that are close to the eighth spot. Oh, NBA. So if you're like, I'm sorry. I thought you said NBA. M- yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought you said MLB. I'm like, who the fuck I are the Blazers? I could have said that. But, you know, I think that they're trying to make it to where it's uh, um, tr- trying to give the guys that had a shot that could have made a leap in the last couple of weeks, give them a shot to actually get in. Possible. Well, the NFL's announced – well, they have come out and said they expect full stadiums for the week one kickoff. You think that's going to happen? I do. I, there's a, everybody has different views on this, on the Corona thing and what's, and what's happening. I, I think you, you're going to have to get back to life as normal. Um, I mean, like we went to the freaking barber shop to get haircuts, you know, and they checked our temperatures and we had to wear a mask the whole time. You know, is it really necessary? Probably not. But, you know, everybody has different views on it. Um, also, college football announced the same thing, but they're thinking of pe- making people wear masks. My question is, how are you going to keep 100,000 people? I mean, what, what force are you going to use to ensure 100,000 people keep a mask on? Oh, out of that 100,000, you probably got like 2,000 Karens running around that'll be out ratting everybody out. <laughs> what are you going to do? Kick people out of the game that don't have a mask on. You're gonna have an empty stadium by mid first. No matter, they got to be 110 fucking. It's gonna be 110 degrees. Nobody's wearing a mask. Speaking of 110 degrees, nobody's wearing a mask. Disney World announced they're opening in July with, ding ding ding. You got to wear a mask. In Florida, how how do you have you tried to wear the mask yet? Like I have, I I had to wear a mask once when I went to the doctor, and it was, I'm not gonna get all. It wasn't for me. No, my problem was like I'm sitting in the chair. She's cutting my hair and my glasses are, you know, like everything is just fogging. And I'm just like, it, it's just I, I'm breathing in my own Corona air. So I guess it doesn't. <laughs> if I have it, I'm just giving it back to myself. <laughs> Keep the Corona to yourself. Wear a mask. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's get Dave on. Let me ring Dave here. He should be ready. Talk a little NHL. <laughs> We're just gonna call this the weekly sports podcast. Dave taking control of it. <laughs> now I gotta find him on. 
We're still using Skype, guys. We're not even in the Zoom. Oh, Lord. There it is. Zoom Zoom is a product of Microsoft. They, they wanted us to have to do this. If you don't want to learn Common Core, we're adding Zoom to it. Let me lower the volume a little bit. Mr. Ungar? Yes? What's up, buddy? What's up, dude? We're, we are live. Live recorded. What? Live recording? Yes, we are recording live for tomorrow's episode. Right now? You mean like recording right now live? We are live on the air to send to Greg for tomorrow's recordings episode of for live right now. All right. If that makes any gotcha. sense. So it's not like this is airing right now. We're just recording we are live. Broadcasting through the interwebs on chairshot.com right now. <laughs> Whatever. Dave, you remember Brad? What's up, I Dave? do, man. What's up, Brad? So we are nine minutes in We're, because we couldn't hold figure. On. Hold on. We're going to do. The, so Dave is one of the, the nerds, right? Yeah, he's part of the Bandwagon yeah. Nerds podcast on the chairshot.com okay. released every Tuesday. So I, I'm, I want to go off subject here for one quick thing. Oh, that's right. You did have a question. So I watched the MCUs. And so I have the, I have the last one to watch is the last Spider-Man. Um, but when I got to the last Avengers, the very, very end, you know, um, shit, Captain America goes back in time. Right. Correct? correct. Okay. So he goes back into time but it doesn't affect anything that's happened, even though it changed the course because he didn't become Captain America. How, how is that? Well, we don't really know whether he, I mean, he has to, the thing about time travel in Endgame is that it's not like, like they make fun of like Back to the Future and other stuff like that as far as, uh, you know, if you go back and you change the past and everything rolling forward changes as well, they're just kind of like, well, you know, there's ultimate or alternate points in history where you could have multiple things branching off from different timelines. So I guess the fact that, you know, he went back or a variation of him went back and decided to stay behind with uh, Peggy didn't change the fact that the uh, Captain America who fought with the Avengers in New York may have existed. So it's it's difficult to wrap your head around what they did because it doesn't kind of fit in neatly with all of our preconceived notions of time travel that has been drilled into our head in every single movie that has <laughs> dealt with it for decades now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of weird that sort of thing as to how they actually did that. But um, yeah, I, I don't think it's, it's necessarily that he never becomes captain America cause he's got the shield. And he gives the shield to Sam, so he's got to have it in some way. He's got all of his memories. They he knew where to be. It, it's it's weird how they did it, but it does create the possibilities of uh, you know alternate variations. You know, there's two Gamoras running around. There's two Captain Americas fighting each other. Uh, there's a a rampaging Hulk, and then there's Smart Hulk. So it, it's it's unique in the way they did it. I don't know if that helps you at all. <laughs> No, it, it does, because that was kind of my thought, was is maybe he was still Captain America, but didn't do a lot of the other things that involved more of the Avengers type of, um, you know, maybe he stayed away from the Avengers and kind of stayed back 
with her. You know what I mean? I think he stayed back with her, but I don't think they're necessarily mutually exclusive of each other. I think the stuff that he did in every other movie in the MCU may have still happened. And then that guy, that variation or that, that Captain America went back in time and decided to stay behind, but it didn't, it didn't have a cascading effect moving forward to wipe out everything else that had happened with that. It's all tied into the multiverse and it gets very, you know, you'll, you'll get a headache thinking about this stuff. (laughs) Gotcha. If you enjoyed that, Chairshot.com every Tuesday, bandwagon nerds. Hey, don't forget to give me, I got to get my PayPal information to you guys so y'all can uh, pay me back for that shot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll just forward it to Greg, is what I'll do. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, I digress back to what I was saying. Um, there's not much to talk about right now, especially on our podcast. We mainly focus on fantasy football and off season football and, and, and betting, but something did was announced this week, Dave. It was the NHL's returning with a twenty. Correct me if I'm wrong, a twenty-four team tournament style single elimination, up into the conference and Stanley Cup Finals, which will be the best out of seven. Uh, that's what they're returning to, correct? Sort of. Okay. More or less. More or less. They they are doing it so from what i understood and i watched gary bettman's uh entire conference yesterday and what they're doing is the top four seeds in the east and the west basically get buys to the uh i guess i don't know if it's the best of five round or what they're or best i don't know how it works but they're uh, the top four seeds are going to play each other in a round robin tournament to determine their seeding from one to four so out in the East, it's Boston, Tampa, my guys, the Capitals, and Philadelphia. And uh, out West, I think it's like, uh, I, I, I don't remember the teams out West, because I don't pay, and the West is your conference, Rick. Yeah. I don't pay too much attention to the West until I get <laughs> until we get to the finals. But the West then is they took... St. Saint Louis, Colorado, uh, Vegas, and Dallas. Okay, yeah, that's right. And that, that's, that's a hell of a force there as well. Um, but then they've got seeds 5 through 12 are going to play each other, and I think think they're talking a best of uh best of five or is it best of three best of five best of five so you know you've got they the way they did it is they wanted to get every team that realistically might have had a shot at making the playoffs uh and now you could sit there and say and say wait a second the sharks weren't mathematically eliminated neither were uh you know maybe like uh ottawa or something like that i don't know if they were or they weren't but realistically those teams weren't going to make it seven teams didn't qualify for that's this. what we were going to ask out of uh, 31 teams what was that do you know what that deciding factor was or was it just oh well we didn't think you were going to make it anyway they i think they um i, I don't know i mean I, I really they weren't mathematically eliminated because there were still 20 a little bit over 20 games remaining when the season got paused so i don't think any of the teams were mathematically eliminated but it was pretty damn obvious that the detroit red wings were not going anywhere this year and uh, and uh, teams like that were not. Ottawa wasn't going to make it. Buffalo was probably not going to make it. Out west, the Sharks weren't going to make it. The Kings weren't going to make it. It's like a clean sweep. All the California teams who have been dominant for years, mm-hmm. they all sucked, and none of them were going to make it. So I don't know the criteria that they use to decide that. Well, you guys really don't have a chance here, you know that sort of thing. But however they did it, they they got the teams that were on the bubble. There are some of the hockey teams that were really starting to gel near the uh, 
latter part of the season that I like the fact that they got them in their teams like uh, Florida, Florida Panthers, Miami. Um, They're one of the teams that looked at the Rangers were starting to come on, which pains me greatly to say that as a Capitals fan. Uh, but uh, it's 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 Apparently, interesting the how the 11th seed. Yeah. yeah, the Rangers got the 11th seed. I think Montreal got the 12th seed. I, you know, as a Caps fan, there's a couple of teams we don't want to see anywhere near the playoffs. Montreal, Rangers, Penguins, that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, but they they figured this was the easiest. They don't they don't want to do any regular season games. They just want to go straight to the playoffs. Uh, and they decided, hey, this is the best way to do it. We're going to have the top four teams play each other in a round-robin tournament. Everybody else plays each other, so it'll be, what, how many first-round matchups? One, four? two, three, yeah, four. Four. So then they'll they'll go, and then they'll play, you know, then you know the teams that survive that will end up going against the, um, you know, the teams who get the seeding and all that sort of stuff. And I think it's the next round is going to be best of five as well, and then the – Conference, conference uh, and Stanley are best of seven, as they should be. And and I'm really kind of hoping that there you go. Rick sent me the graphic, so I'm really kind of hoping that by the time they get to the conference finals, or hopefully by the Stanley Cup final, they can have fans at least to some capacity be there. Because I mean, who the hell? If you're a hockey team, do you really want to raise the cup in an entirely empty <laughs> arena with no reaction at all to that? I mean, you want to do the the play-in stuff and the, and the early rounds, which you're going to have to do. But, man, I'd at least say, look, for the Stanley Cup final, can we get these guys in their home arenas, even if it's only half full, and have something that resembles the Stanley Cup really happening? I'm hoping that they go in that direction. But, you know, for hockey fans like me, it's really exciting because it's like, well, we are going to get some sort of finality, hopefully. I mean, there's still a lot of stuff that has to go into this. They still have to choose the hub cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have two of them. They still got to work out the logistics on testing and, and player safety and all that sort of stuff. But it's a, uh, it's a major step in the right direction. Did that's they get, for sure. So, they get, go ahead. Go ahead, Brad. So when was this announced? Was this yesterday? This, this was announced yesterday. Yeah. Gary Bettman so they, got on there for like 15 minutes and laid it all out. And, and, and it had been rumored that it had been coming earlier in the day. And, you know, they've been toying with this stuff. The NBA is toying with it. I heard today, Rick, that the NBA might have a similar plan or something announced by Friday is what they're talking about, which makes yeah. sense. Uh, but, yeah, they he went into all the details on this uh, yesterday. So I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't watch much hockey, but I kind of like this. Well, the, the format for the first four teams for that whole uh, round robin thing. Because that's going to give you an opportunity. Because, you know, sometimes you won't technically get to play some of the best teams in the playoffs. This way, you're going to get at least one game with each of the other three best teams in your conference. Right, right. And, and you don't want those four teams just sitting around doing it. You got to get them on the ice. Uh, you know, you got if, if in the past, I mean, and who knows where this goes in the future if they try to adopt something like this moving yeah. forward. But you know, in the past, it's always you always had the number one seed taking on the number eight seed. And hockey's notorious for having that eight seed wipe out the number one seed. Just ask Tampa Bay. Just ask the Capitals. Just ask a, a lot of these uh, other teams that have been wiped out by the eight seed. So it's good that they're not going to have those four teams sitting around doing nothing, that they are going to be playing for something, for seeding. Uh, you know, maybe it doesn't matter because there's no not going to be home ice involved. Uh, except for like last change and stuff like that. I mean, those rules I'm sure will still be in, in effect. But um, yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're going to get these teams involved and at least get them some action. 
it's not fatal. You know, if, if you drop all three of your round robin games, well, you're the fourth seed, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's it's just seeing these guys back on the ice. I mean, you're starting to see it over in Europe with the uh, the soccer's now come back and that sort of thing. So now you've got that. So it's not it's and it's not just WWE and AEW anymore. There's actually other stuff going on. Finally, so, you know, you know, the thing that I really that drug me into soccer the other day was watching the cardboard cutouts in the stands. I don't know if anybody else knows that. Yeah. I'm literally watching. I'm like, dude, that's cardboard cutouts. And I thought that was the best shit ever. So the Penguins, for example, play Montreal. That's the best out of five. The loser goes home. The winner advances. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's risky. I mean, a five-game series, anything can happen. No shit. The Dodgers um, will the Dodgers will tell you that from the Nationals last year. So, my question to both of you is: Do you with with this format happening now? Do you see? Uh, let's just say everything gets back to normal for next year. Do you see them adopting anything that they're doing now, in the in the future, or is it you know what? Let's just go back to normal. Everything we had was working fine, or is it something that you think is going to have to play out? Like, say this is is wildly successive successful in the NHL and the NBA and the ratings are through the roof and people are realizing this is a lot better format. Can you actually see pro sports changing the way they do playoffs? Well, I think it's going to have to play out. Like you said, Rick, I, I think ratings will be through the roof because really what else do people have to watch? Well, we miss and sports. We, miss we sports. do. We do. And that's the danger is you don't want to make a, a decision based just on that because there's going to be, <laughs> I mean, you look at how the NFL draft, the numbers that that thing did, and that was just a draft with people at home. I mean, and that thing drew record numbers. So I think you get a playoff like this, and with the NBA, it's going to be huge. I mean, this might be the NHL's highest watch playoffs ever, and that's not hyperbole. That's probably accurate. Um, As far as them adopting some of this, I think you're going to have to see how it plays out and see how... (coughs) Um, you know how it goes, how how the fa- how how the you know what feedback is, what kind of reaction they get, whether people are digging this format. Um, you know the biggest complaint about the NBA and NHL is that there's too many teams in the playoffs already, and it waters down the uh, importance of the regular season. So if you're going to have 24 teams in there and only seven aren't, I mean it'll be eight next year because Seattle's coming into the NHL, so they'll be an eighth team. But really, you're going to only have eight teams miss out in the playoffs. I mean, at, at that point, you really start to diminish the importance of the regular season even more. The NBA doesn't seem like they're going to go that drastic, but, you know, they've got various things going on with them. Brad, you're more of an NBA guy. Uh, do you think you are going to like this this thing they're adopting? Or do you think this uh, should be – I mean, question. Whoever wins the title between NHL and NBA, are we putting asterisks by their name? No, actually, I don't think, like, for the NHL, the way it's designed, I really don't think you can. Because let's just say the number one team sweeps the round robin and then and then plays through the, you know, they're, they're the teams that they have to play through. They've probably gone through more to win than anybody else because you've played the top three teams at least in one game, you know, in, in, in one game matchup than you would normally. Um, I, I think it may be a little bit tougher. But like you said, to have 24 teams in is a lot. You know, that means there's probably more games. You probably have to cut the season short because um, the way you're going to play it. And then, 
But you're right. Hockey and, and NBA have way too many playoff teams. Like the the eighth seed in the NBA is just. I mean, it's it's awful. You know, they're they're usually they're they're pretty bad. Sub five hundred. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I have heard. I've had heard rumors before that the the NBA had talked about making it, um, just seeding them like one through sixteen in general, more like the the NCAA, and that may make it a little bit more interesting when it comes to playoff times at that point. Right. Hey, Rick, Rick, and you, you study this stuff. I mean, would there be more revenue if they had more playoff teams? I mean, if they just open it up and said, Hey, look, the regular season is just for seating. And then we're going to do like everybody makes it in and uh, good luck, you know, that sort of thing. Would that be a, a wise move revenue wise? I mean, the owners would enjoy it because at the beginning of the season, Oh, well, we're in the playoffs. We really don't have to win, but we're right. getting the playoff well, no. game. But like the NBA, if you just took the 16 that you're already taken in, you're probably not going to lose money. Right. No, no, but no. At the, same, the, the issue at the with same the NBA time, is the seating. I like the one through 16 idea. But you could end up with two. You could end up with Lakers and Clippers. Now, that would probably draw a shit ton more money than the Lakers and the Cavs or, you know, the Lakers and the Heat based on the market. But there's you can't really have the pride of the, you know, Eastern Conference, Western Conference anymore. But I, they've eliminated that in the All-Star, too. Right. You know, by doing the draft. So there's really... You're right. We're just going to play Eastern Conference, Western Conference for the for the regular season. After that, it's one through sixteen. And, and the problem with the NBA, on top of that, is is it's not there's not as much parity in the NBA. I mean, for the eight seed to beat a one, how many how many times did it happen? Like two or three, maybe. Right. At the, at the most, uh, hockey, it's it's very possible. You could see that happen. So it's a lot more equally balanced. I mean, a hot goalie can basically disrupt an entire series in hockey. And you don't really have that in basketball. Even if you've got the eight seed, if you put Michael Jordan in his prime on the number eight seed, it's probably not going to matter against a team like the, you know, the Lakers or the Clippers or, you know, whoever's number one out East. Who is Who was number one out East when the season stopped? I don't even remember. I don't remember. Milwaukee. Yeah, it's not going to probably matter. Probably not going to matter against a team like that. Uh, you, You know, that sort of thing. But, you know, you raise a good point, Rick, whether there's going to be an asterisk. And I think Brad's right. This might be harder to win the championships for NHL and NBA because I'm in the NBA really makes me curious as to without that home court advantage. And that's really uh, pronounced in the NBA. Home court matters in the NBA big time. Doesn't matter so much in hockey. But how are these teams that feed off all that energy in the crowd and familiarity with their arena and every aspect of rims and how things bounce around, you know, how are they going to react? I, I think you've got a better chance at some major upsets happening in the NBA playoffs this year than any other year that we've seen, just because everything's going to be down at Disney World probably. Um, there won't be that home court advantage. It'll be very leveled out. So I'll be very curious to see how it turns out. But yeah, and in a lot of respects, it's going to be harder for teams to win that championship under, you know, just never before seen circumstances. So I'm, I'm excited to see, I'm curious what the NBA is going to do, whether they're going to go in the NHL's direction, whether they'll come up with something, whether they'll adopt like the thing I sent you, Rick, Mark Cuban's plan, um, or whether they're going to do something in between. I want to talk about that. Break that down a little bit. Shoot, I don't even know. Okay, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> did I, I said I said it to you, right? What did what did he's did I? We saved it, right? Rick. Don't read shit. I read articles. Just ask Dave with the bandwagon show. Yeah, yeah. One he paragraph article. Tay Tay on color pictures is all. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay if they have one paragraph, you know that one sort of paragraph. thing. 
Yeah, um, he's good for one paragraph. Explain it to me like I'm five. Explain this to me like I'm five. <laughs> so say the NBA gives you two teams. Um, <laughs> so no asterisks, man. I just hope these guys stayed in shape in the offseason because it's, it's, it's going to show. So according, that according would just to be this, disastrous where they all come out looking like, looking you know, like ass, refrigerator Perry. <laughs> <laughs> is according that LeBron? Thing, is that LeBron? What happened to LeBron? So he said, according to this article, Rick, he says Cuban's proposal, the top 10 teams from each conference would qualify for the postseason and be reseeded based on record. There would then be two play in matchups, either single games or a best of three series pitting seed 17 versus 20. And 18 versus 19. The winners would then advance to play the 15th and 16th seeds for the final spots in the playoff bracket. Uh, so he said, I mean, basically, it's like all 30 teams make it. Is that kind of <laughs> kind of what he's suggesting? All, make it, have a chance at it. All, all 30 teams are it. involved. Right. And every team has every team between 15 and, and 18 and so forth have a chance of getting in the playoffs. Well, I'll be honest with you. I think what the one thing that's probably going to come out of a lot of this is I think you'll start to see more organizations adopt a play-in thing. They had kind of already started it in baseball, um, you know, with the, the one-game series to get in the last spot. They're doing it, aren't they, if I'm not mistaken, doing that in the NFL? Aren't they adding one more team they, to each? They added another team in each uh, playoff. I, so I, I could easily see it, them baseball's adopting gonna, type of. I think baseball is going to do that as well. Added yeah. additional teams. Yeah, not this year. Next uh, year, 2021, 22. 21-22, the only team that's going to get a buy in the NFL, if I remember right, is the number one seed. I like the play-in for the baseball because there was just so much on the line. Like, right, right. It's, you, we gave you an opportunity. Don't blow it. Yeah, don't be the Pittsburgh Pirates and blow it every year. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Be like, be like the Nats and come through in the clutch for once. Be um, like the Braves. No, uh, 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 no. Nope, nope. Yeah, be like the Braves and fall apart in uh, Game Five. And you know, <laughs> I uh. saw I saw a tweet that said, "This COVID is bullshit." I could be watching the Braves blow a Game Six lead right now. <laughs> that that's gonna be the next series that comes out. It has to be on the '90s Braves and how stacked those teams were with that pitching staff, and we're only able to win one. Yep. Of course, they did run into the Yankees at the beginning of their dynasty, which didn't help. Yeah, but still, when you had that starting rotation, that's tough. That is tough. So are you excited about this format, the NHL? Do you think they, uh, Dave, what, if there's anything you would uh, would be able to change, recommend, or do you think this is a, a pretty good format? I, I think it's a good format. I think it's, it's fair. You know, it, it's going to... It's going to give some of these teams that may or may not have qualified for the playoffs. I mean, it's better than saying, okay, let's bring these guys back for two weeks. We'll give them two weeks to play as many games as we can that may or may not make any difference and see what happens. At least this way you're going right to the playoffs and and you're doing your best to try and preserve next season. Because right now they're talking about they're going to play through the summer and probably the season will end. The, the Stanley Cup will be awarded, what, early fall, September, October? And then that raises the question, is there an offseason at all, or do we go right into the next season? Because that's right when the next season is supposed to start. So, you know, theoretically, you might end up with a shortened season next year as well as they go through the whole process here. But I'm, 
I'm cool with it. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out, how these teams react. Um, I'm re- really curious as to where the hub cities are and how Did this is going to go down. Did you see the list of the possible I hub did, cities? I saw them, yeah. yeah. I, I'm uh, shocked Nashville wasn't one of them. Or Washington or New York. Or, yeah, New but, York. I mean, L.A. Well, was one. L.A. was one. I don't think I don't think you could do it in New York. I mean, it's the risk is too high. I mean, that's the epicenter of this whole covid situation in the United States, or at least it was. Um, and, and D.C., they're probably afraid that, you know, they're going to have to everybody's going to have to take malaria medication to be able to play at, a, at the Capital One Arena. You know, that. Sorry, now, Rick. so <laughs> well, now let me ask you all a question, because uh, they're going to test every player yep. before every game. What happens if LeBron gets tested uh, positive? What happens if your star player and your head coach get tested positive? I mean, now at this point, teams that are going to lose say, well, hold on, we didn't have our third, fourth best player. They were out. That's where the whole asterisk ah. is going to come in, depending on who gets, who is eligible to play for the, for this playoff. So, so let me propose a question with your question. So if technically if LeBron comes down with it, but he's been around his teammates, they're all supposed to technically be quarantined. According to the CDC, that is highly recommended. Yes, because it still takes a couple days for it to come back, whether or not you test positive or not. Because it can yeah. still be up. So seven days. I think that's what it was, was seven days. So if you're supposed to play two games within the seven games, are you still playing them? Or are you going to have to shut that down? Uh, that's why I, I <laughs> to me, just b- to be done with it this year, it, it, you're going to have an asterisk. Somebody is going to say something about how the champion should not be champion and they're going to put asterisks next to it. Some ways it's as much as I miss sports, we have football right around the corner. Let everything else just die out. It's and, not like this country has never canceled sports before. Right. And with the NFL and the NCAA right around the corner, as much as we miss sports, I think we would be okay saying, you know what, for the chance of what Brad's saying could possibly happen, let's just cancel the season. No champion. Everybody stay safe. We'll be okay for another three months when football hits. And, and Dave, I want how lucky is the NFL and NCAA that this didn't happen in July, August, and September? Oh, they're extraordinarily lucky. But, I mean, there's no guarantee – there's not that the NFL comes back, you know, everybody's, everybody's Shut going to, you know, mouth, full, sir. sorry, Shut your mouth. but they did everybody's come going... out and say they do expect full stadiums week one. I think that's royally optimistic. Don't you? I mean, you're talking, came out and you're said talking, it. you're talking Labor Day weekend. You're I mean, talking like, billions and billions of dollars. I a understand. week, not a season, a week. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't uh, think the NFL <laughs> gives two shits about your health, brother. I think they care about them billions and hundreds of millions of dollars a week. Yeah, but the NHL and NBA care about that too. Major League Baseball, how much are they losing on on the season not starting? Stay on that. But they didn't have any time to prepare. The NFL has time to work these kinks out and still right. be able to launch. The right. other Base- one just got sucker punched. Right. Yeah, baseball, suck. Baseball, <laughs> basketball, and hockey got. I mean, basketball and hockey especially got just groin shotted. Nutshot it. I mean, Major League Baseball was like, they at least pulled the plug before it ever got going. Were they uh, even I mean, in spring training? They were in spring training, yeah. Some spring training games had gone on. Just uh, I remember started. like the, the Yankees and Nationals were in the middle of a spring training game when the season was announced as being suspended. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, baseball never got too far down the road. Basketball and hockey are in a, just a, you know, I, in a, I, think, I think, Rick, if, if they weren't three quarters or, or even more, four-fifths of the way through each league's respective season, they'd probably go with what you're saying and saying, screw this. But because they were so far into it, and like, man, we were uh, literally three weeks away from the playoffs starting. Um, what happens? That's why. Dave, that's why it's hard for him. For what them to happens do if what we LeBron gets tested positive or the head coach? Now right. you're playing a, a playoff series without a head coach. And then what did Brett? What if the CDD, CDC? Have you been around your team? Well, I mean, they got to get quarantined. They could well, let's, possibly let's have be, it. What do we do? Let's let's be realistic. Medically speaking. If somebody tests positive in either league, that's a two-week shutdown for the 14-day incubation period, right? They're, supposed they're to be. Because you, yeah. you can bring somebody in the next day and test them. Oh, they're negative. Well, yeah, they're negative because it doesn't. It may not show up for 14 days unless they improve their testing capabilities and that sort of thing. But, yeah, somebody tests positive in either league, that's for Now, what are they doing with soccer? I know, like, there's the Premier League's had some positive tests since they restarted. It's like, ah, fuck, you know, <laughs> go for it, you know, screw it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, do, uh, I, I, do you I, think my, they should do this? They get, my thing is if they get into the middle of this, and like we said, somebody catches it and then it goes batshit crazy again, and they shut everything down, that's when I'm afraid that they're going to look at the NFL, NCAA football, right. and be like, no, no, no. We just got a taste of this. We don't want it. We're not going to be able to do that. Unless you can put like on some Star Wars uh, stormtrooper type helmets, to where you can't breathe on anybody, you know it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, Rick. I mean, it's that's tough. I, I think their hearts are in the right place. The practical application of this may be a disaster, um, you know, or maybe they get lucky and and people start and they get announcements that hey, we've got a vaccine that's going to work. We'll see you guys in January when we give it, right. and you guys, you guys can survive until then, maybe. They, and these are all we're talking world class athletes, and and we have not had a situation yet where a world class athlete who came down with this thing has uh has gotten really sick or perished. Thank you know, knock on wood, that sort of thing. Patrick Ewing just went home from it, so that's good. Um, you know, so they may be looking at it as a manageable risk, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, saying, well, look, you know, we're gonna go with this thing. If one of you guys gets it, you know, we're gonna get you fixed up as much as we can, and uh. In the words of Drago, if he dies, he dies. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> that uh, was the best meme I had seen through the whole thing. I don't know if anybody saw it. It was like uh, it had him there, and it goes, oh, coronavirus. And then it showed him. He goes, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> That's Roger Goodell's mindset coming in these next few months. Because the <laughs> NFL will play. I am positive. The NFL will kick off. I scheduled. could see. So I think we talked about it last time. If anything, if they don't have fans in the stands, they're going to find a way to charge us money to be able to watch NFL games. The NFL is going to get their money and screw us somewhere along the line. They're not just going to eat it and be like, oh, that's okay. We don't need the ticket sales. We're good. Yeah, I think I think NFL will have at least 50% capacity for stadiums. I, I don't see them shutting the fans out. And, and they can man, you know, you can manage that. College might be a little bit more difficult, although I know like places like Ohio State and Michigan are saying, sure, use our stadium for a fee, you know, that sort of thing. We'll we'll rent out the big house. It's uh it's only gonna cost you a couple million dollars. That so I, I agree. I think football's gonna have some level of fan participation. And they may be they may be the flag bearers as the first league, okay, we're gonna try it with football. Yep. And we're gonna see what happens. 
let's see how this goes. Let's see how we can manage this stuff. Those stadiums are big enough, and they have good, you know, good facilities. You know, between between the stadiums and and whatever Disney's going to be doing with the parks, I think people are going to learn a lot in the next few months as to okay, how manageable is this thing based on science, based on medicine, uh, not just speculating. Let's see what we can actually do with this thing. I, I want to talk about something else, but are either of you familiar with the the news report about the baseball players and, and the pay? I read something about it. Yeah, they they uh, they pulled a nice one on them, didn't they? What 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 do you know? Because I I started reading the article, then I had to do something. I never finished it, but I know the players were really upset. I, something like they cut their pay or something like that. I don't I don't remember exactly. Too bad Patrick's not here. I'm sure he read it. But uh, you know, I've been I've been focusing on hockey for the last few days. So you go ahead. You want to say something? No, you, you, yeah, you know me. You me tell you what really sucked through all this, <clears throat> besides everything else. The poor XFL. I thought they were getting some things right, yep. and they were doing good. It was fun to watch. It was exciting, and I, I thought they were headed in the right direction. And then this thing just shut them down completely and forever, wasn't it, Ricky? Aren't they just gone forever now? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's that was suck because I thought they were ticket sales were rising a lot better this time. Yep. TV ratings were rising. I think it was it. It I, wasn't bad. No, I think uh, eventually, the NFL would have used it as a uh, maybe an experimental league on some calls, maybe a minor league, uh, some kind of development system. But it was holding its own way more than that other league was doing the UAFF or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, that thing was terrible. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> but uh, we have in our presence, Brad, somebody that could own Disneyland. He's been so many times. He spent enough money there. Dave, it was announced today that Disneyland will be reopening uh, in July. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Are you and the wife going when they open? Or are you going to wait? Are you going to do the iPhone experiment? Let the first batch of people go see how it turns out, then go? Or, or? Well, they haven't announced Disneyland yet, but oh, Disney World. Disney World, sorry. Yeah, we're still waiting to hear from Anaheim. I know, like, Magic Mountain supposedly reopening June 5th with, you know, mega precautions in place. Um, you know, my thought is, I, I mean, the way that they're going to, that they're going to do it is they're going to, you're going to cut capacity down to what? 35, 40%. Uh, Disneyland has a max capacity. We looked it up the other day of 85,000. So you're talking 25,000 people, um, in there, which is not too terrible in a place that big. My bigger, my biggest question is, okay, how do we determine who gets to go in? How does that work? How much are you going to gouge us for right. these tickets? Because you know damn well that if it was $194 for a two-day park hopper, before, and they may not do multi-day tickets. They may just say, no, you, get, you can do one day. One, you can do both parks, but you got to do a park hopper. Those things cost 150 bucks when none of this crap was going on. So I am expecting, with all the money Disney's lost, they're going to be doubling the price of those, which is going to suck, but that's the way it's going to be. But yeah, you know, damn well, my wife's going to go. She's <laughs> it's in a depressive state because it's been shut down. You know, it has, she hasn't been since we went in December. Um, I, I would like, I want to go and check out that rise of the resistance ride. I mean, am I willing to risk coronavirus with my compromised immune system? Probably. Sure. Why not? <laughs> why not? You know, never been. Never been. Either one, so I could care less. 
I yeah, Rick, Rick, I keep I keep saying next time Rick comes to California, that's uh that's high on his list of things to do. It is. I want to go, but somebody today said uh Universal is greater than Disney World and Disneyland. <laughs> what? Where? I, I had to I I, I can't agree because I haven't been to Disney World and Disneyland. It's on my post that I shared with the opening. And <sighs> I've only I've been to I'm sorry. What what did I say? Universal. Okay, it is. Yeah, you know, I've been to Universal and I had a blast. Look, I will say this: the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Universal Orlando buries the one out in Hollywood, California. Absolutely buries it. Not a comparison. It's nice to have that out here, but I've been to the one in Florida, and man, that is completely different than the one here. So, in that respect, I agree. <laughs> I agree that the universe. But to say that Universal Studios, which has um, it's a little bit limited, you know, they don't have the number of attractions and rides and what Disneyland has over any of the other parks is atmosphere and an intangible quality that the other parks can't match. Yeah. From the thrill ride standpoint, Six Flags Magic Mountain buries Disneyland, but it can't, you know, it's, it's, it's not comparison to Disneyland as far as all the intangible extra stuff going on. So will we go, Rick? Yeah, we'll probably be there. Masks on hand sanitizer, you know, we're going to have those, those helmets on your head, you know, the ones with the two <laughs> beers, but instead it's going to be hand sanitizer. So, you know, it's going to have your temperature gauge right there. So as you walk around, <laughs> yeah. people can see what your temperature is. That's right. It'll be like that, that heads up game that the kids play with the phone, you know, it'll just show what your temperature is and people say, yep. Oh, he's, he's, uh, he's registering 98.8. I was like, well, that's because it's 102 it's out 100, here. That's yeah. <laughs> so Brad, do you have a pin on you? No, why you? Dave, do you have a pen by you? Uh, not really. Well, Jesus. what's up? I wanted to put down our our uh, our predictions. Who you think is going to take the NHL Stanley Cup? Oh, right now, if I had to pick somebody, right, this right is here. pre, pre, pre. And then uh, after the the after when we get to conference, we'll revisit it. And then, of course, we'll revisit at Stanley Cup. So, looking looking at your Eastern, the picture I sent you, the Eastern Conference. <clears throat> Let's see. All right. you We're going matchup by matchup here? Uh, no, because the matchup could easily change. Just give me your top four. Brad, I'm, I'm trying to send them to you right now. Uh, give me your top four on the Eastern with a winner. I got him, Rick. Okay, cool. I <sighs> I would say um, Boston for sure, Philly for sure. They were really good. Um, I'll go with my guys, the Caps, just because, you know, that sort of thing. And then um, I can't pick against Pittsburgh, man. And Tampa Bay chokes. That, that, so I, those are my four. Pittsburgh, Boston, Washington, and Philly in the yeah, East. Yeah. Out um, West – Oh, Brad, you have your East? Oh. oh, yeah. I'm just going to go with the top four. Okay. That's already there. <laughs> right, let me give my West first because people seem to think after I go after somebody, I'm picking their picks. Go it, ahead, it's, Rick. Actually, I'll, I'll go first on that. Hold on. I'm going to go with the top four on that one as well because <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Rick, I, ju I just got an update for the wrestling fans since we are on the chairshot.com. The artists formerly known as The Revival have shown up on AEW Dynamite tonight. Not surprised. Not surprised. Bound to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so, my top four in the Western, 
I'm going. Um, I'm going to go Dallas. I'm going to go Chicago. Wow. I'm going to go Nashville, of course, and St. Louis. That's a ballsy pick, man. I just think Vegas, I don't know. I don't think Vegas is going to do what they did last year. That was a one-hit wonder, sort of like Tennessee Titans (laughs) with their their first year, a franchise year. So, Um, I would say my picks in the West would be St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and I'll go with Edmonton. I think Edmonton is up and coming. Dude, Vegas is my pick to win the whole damn thing, Rick. I'll be you honest with you. You think they're that good? I mean, they are that good. Okay. They are that good. Do you think the 49ers? I'll give I'll drop a hint here. I'm going to say the 49ers missed the playoffs this year. That was one of my predictions. Really? Yes. I don't think the huh. 49ers are as good as they last year there. I don't think it's going to roll over. I have the 49ers missing the playoffs this year. They're not going to so, sneak up on people this year. That's for so, sure. Exactly. So let me let, let's never mind. Because I was going to say, then who do you have winning the West with? It? And where does your wild cards come in at? Because I don't think Green Bay makes it back to the playoffs. Ooh. I have Seattle yeah. taking the West. Because <clears throat> Detroit was making a making a run, and I don't think they beat Minnesota this year. I think what Green Bay did. And fucking Aaron Rodgers is gonna come back to bite him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like the Vikings. The Vikings would be my pick in the uh, in Only the North right of now. Justin Jefferson. No. <laughs> so that was uh, th- that was for you guys. I don't know of all nine of you that listen. You know where all nine of you. So that's the biggest Homer pick ever. Hey Rick, that's still six more than listen to Bandwagon Nerds. So you get you guys are doing something right. Is that including our downloads too, Dave? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I dropped a little hint, man. Uh, 49ers missed the playoffs, and Seattle takes it. So write it down. That's part of my predictions. We're doing, doing bold predictions. Redskins win the Redskins win the East, man. That's way too bold. <laughs> That's way too. That's bold. Microsoft uh, Word bold right there. Man. Hey, I think they will have uh, one of the best That's defenses Italian in the league. That'll that'll say. Bold. I'll say they'll have one of the best defenses in the league this year. That that much I'm feel confident about. If you can hold them to ten, but only score eight, you still That's miss right. the playoffs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, we're gonna get you back on when we do our NFL picks. Uh, we needed you on to talk some sports. Not much to talk about, so I'm glad we got 35 minutes out of hockey talk. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, you know me, Rick. I'm always glad to come on your show, man. I'm just glad you're back. I'm glad that. The Big Rick 60, that all those hate tweets you got from bandwagon nerds didn't drive you away. And <laughs> I was getting hate tweets today, man. I had to delete some posts. So I, I remind <laughs> myself why I stay off of politics on Twitter fairly, fairly quickly. Or on Facebook, Facebook or Twitter. It's just like, That's forget true. it. Wait, me and Screw Patrick, it. Patrick O'Dowd, the host of bandwagon nerds, we got into it on Twitter and I just deleted it in, in our, in our private message. He goes, uh, I don't think Rick's going to be talking to me. And I'm like, oh, well, no. I mean, we have difference of opinions. That means I'm not going to stop talking to you. But let's just say you guys don't exactly see politics eye to eye. That's for sure. No, but it's not a reason to stop talking. I need to talk to you. I got I to gotta stay in the good gracious, uh, the graces of the chair shot radio. Yeah, So exactly. But, man, thanks for coming <laughs> on, buddy. Uh, tell them uh, where they can find you on the podcast or on Twitter. 
Well, yeah, you can check me out on uh, Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G. Also check out Bandwagon Nerds at Bandwagon Nerds. Or you can go to Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. No political posts, please. It's just a waste of my life. <laughs> when is the last time you put an episode out? Shoot, man, it's been like a month, man. I, I've been I'm too busy with the with the nerd cast and don't do enough with the wrestling and 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 if we're actually being completely upfront and honest about this, and Tony said the same thing, and I'm sure Greg as <laughs> Greg tries to put the best spin possible on it. Wrestling hasn't been so great lately. I mean, and 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 the lack of they're getting they're doing some stuff and they're getting better. And I liked the uh, AEW pay per view the other day uh, on Saturday. Double or nothing was good. Uh, Money in the bank. I didn't feel too much, but I do have an episode that's coming out probably in the next day or so. It's kind of just a summary of a lot of stuff we did around WrestleMania and then some stuff with Money in the Bank and Double or Nothing and just some general. You know, it's been rough for wrestling the past few weeks. Uh, lots of Lots of tragedy in the yes. wrestling yep. arena in the past month. We lost Finkel, Shad, you know, the Japanese girl. Terrible stuff. Um, I did get Amazon Prime. And You're the I man, am, right? And I am going to watch episode one of The Boys when I send this to PC. So uh, I'll be prepared for the first time in 29 weeks. I'll be prepared for the show. <laughs> but are you going to watch... Zack Snyder's Justice League when it comes out. See, oh, I wasn't yes. on the show. Well, oh, for sure. I wasn't on the show this weekend when you guys just buried the oh, shit my God. out of every. <laughs> so oh I couldn't. My God. I just Pat... agreed with Patrick, but Patrick, Patrick should have just pulled up his IMBD of his body of work and just shit on every single movie he directed because that's what it felt like. At the end of that, I'm like, good God, Patrick. Man, what did you just do? He goes, I can't stand him. Horrible director. And I'm like, uh, I don't think you would have pulled this if Dave was here, but I think you would have. Oh, he he would have pulled it, but he would have got he would have got you know nobody was here to rebuttal back. That's the problem. He would have got a good pushback. I mean, Zack Snyder's not that terrible of a director. Yeah, did he go off the rails with BVS and yeah? But to say he went off the rails with Justice League, well, how do you know? Now we're gonna find out what his vision was. And I know Man of Steel people are all pissed off about the religious overtones. I can't just stop. You know, it's 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 a Superman movie. Yes, he's too dark and all that shit. Anyway, we don't. The fans here don't want to hear us pontificate. Well, they're gonna about hear it because I need to get an hour out of it. The thing that turned me off about Man of Steel, okay. Well, in that case, was the character, <laughs> the 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 actual human who played the villain. Yeah, the guy who played Zod. Yes, I like him as a. I like him in other roles. Pearl Harbor, he was great at. When I saw him in that role, it turned me off, and I could never get back in. It just and that and it goes back to casting, man. When we talk about Marvel yeah. casting and DC casting, Marvel gets it right. DC just can't seem to figure out how to cast characters for their characters. Well, I I think I think getting Henry Cavill back will be a smart move if they can do that because The Witcher has really altered a lot of people's perceptions mm -hmm. about him. Right. And now they're looking at him as, hey, this guy can actually act. The problem with his portrayal of Superman isn't him. It's the way they're portraying Superman. Man of Steel was a too dark and brooding Batman-esque Superman character, and that's not who Superman is. Now, they lighten that up in Justice League a little bit, had injected some humor and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see the Snyder Cut because— of the vision that I think he had is more in line 
with what the fans wanted. The fans want, you've got to have that ultimate villain. And Darkseid is the DC Universe's version of Thanos in, in every way. He's just as badass as Thanos, and he doesn't need an Infinity Gauntlet to do it. And I know Patrick would probably be pulling his hair out right now <laughs> if he could hear me draw that comparison. Too bad, Patrick. That's just the way it is. I, and, and you think that's where Zack Snyder was trying to go? They, did you see the thing I posted in the Bandwagon Nerds chat today? I Zach, always see what you post. I just don't never read it. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Zach tweeted a photo of Darkseid, mm -hmm. and, and and it says it's coming in. It's coming to HBO Max in 2021. So it's the first. It's the first image of Darkseid that we've actually seen from the Snyder Cut. Up until that one is rumors, and then I think I sent you guys a tweet from the guy who played Darkseid in the Snyder Cut. So the fact that they've got the the had the big bad, like Thanos was the big bad for the MCU. They've got the big bad in this Snyder Cut. It shouldn't be Steppenwolf. It was never supposed to be Steppenwolf, and it should have been Darkseid, and I think that immediately legitimizes this. If they do, like, add in backstory and develop these characters, and if they, even if they stretch it over six episodes, that's great. You know, if if Warner Brothers is saying, hey, we're, gonna, we're fine, we're going to invest $30, 40000000 in this thing to finish this, there's a lot of things they can do to make this really worthwhile. I don't know whether it will or won't. Right. I have a feeling that it's going to be significantly better than what we got in the theaters because it was too short and they, sh they just short shrifted too much stuff. But I think, you know, if Kevin Smith says that there's all this stuff in the Snyder cut, I'm inclined to believe him. You know, it, they're going to introduce the green lantern core and all this great stuff. That's, that's heavily in DC legends and, and, I mean, it's just, I think it's going to be a much better movie if Snyder doesn't screw it up. If you like that kind of talk, you have to check out Bandwagon Nerds Tuesdays on thechairshot.com because it's going to go down this week when Dave makes his return and he is able to finally face Patrick after all the burying he has done with DC last week. Again, that's thechairshot.com, Bandwagon Nerds. What's the Twitter handle? At Bandwagon Nerds. Yeah, at Bandwagon Nerds. And I'm not going to go off on Patrick. No, you it's need like, to. It, we it, got, it, we... It's what we want for ratings. <laughs> it, it needs to happen. So thanks for coming on, man. We're going to get you on uh, when the NHL gets going, talk about some NHL, get you on when we do our predictions for football. Dave, uh, Brad, stay on the line. We're going to talk some fantasy real quick. Uh, Dave, appreciate you coming on, buddy. Thank you, man. Anytime, like, anytime, guys. Take care. Yes, sir. Stay safe. That was Dave Ungar from the Attitude of Aggression podcast and the Bandwagon Nerds podcast joining us to talk some hockey. Brad, uh, real quick, uh, anything in fantasy news this week? I know we, we started our, our slow draft for Dynasty. We had picks, what, 9 and 11? We had 9 and 10. 9 and 10. Uh, we were hoping Burrow and Jefferson. That's what we were hoping for. We would really hope Burrow fell to us. Burrow did not. Go ahead. For, take it from there. So, originally we wanted Burrow and Jefferson. Jefferson fell to us. The other option was if Burrow wasn't there, after that, when Burrow was, we wanted, you know, try to get Keyshawn Vaughn. <clears throat> but he went at the eighth pick right before us. So, we ended up with Jefferson. 
And then Judy fell all the way down to us at uh, number 10, and he was pushing C.D. Lamb for the number one receiver. So it was a steal. Um, I would like to have it had another It was a steal run. statistically. It wasn't a steal in our heart. <laughs> For what we no, it was for our team. It wasn't a steal. Not, not to not to say because we have nine damn wide receivers. I'd have loved to have had another running back in there, um, with four running backs and a backup QB. So we don't have another pick until end of the third. We're probably gonna have to go QB, um, because we don't have nobody other than Russell Wilson. Uh, so we start a new dynasty the, this year. Uh, who you picking? You got the first overall pick. <coughs> who you going with? CMC. Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Okay. That, that, that's where I'm riding, baby. We get- and, and so let, let's, let's be very clear. So our list, our one other listener, <laughs> Dave, as he hung up knows that. And Jim. We, and Jim, we are on opposite sides. This yeah. We are not on the same team. We are going against each other for the first time. Along with our uncle is also in it. This is the first league that matters. That we're not on the same team. No, we did it one time. We did a friends and family, well, that and that shit with, fell apart. That money. was a clusterfuck. That was a well, because I ran it and I won, and I got nothing but collusion from the. Fa- I won fair and square. Re- totally no, he didn't. That's why he got a shit grin on his face. Everybody, and I took the trophy home. And not only do they kick me out of the only league that I created, but they continue the league. Find someone else that wasn't even part of the family, call them family, and then Brad wins it the next two years. And y'all No, we get, didn't play after that. Y'all did play, play again. That. No. Y'all played again. We did not. Yes, you did. Because you won uh-uh. it. No, I didn't. Okay. We didn't we're play. Gonna lie to our li- we're going to lie to our listener. I should have won the year you cheated and made up rules to get yourself in. We went from four teams in the playoff to nine so Ricky could get I in as still, a nine I, seed. I had the number one seed. How, no, 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 no. You were like number nine. Don't even try no, to bullshit. Dude. Nope. <laughs> anyway, I won. that's okay. We have, we have an outside person uh, impartial to actually run the league, so there's no collusion this year. And it's not only a one-year league. We're going to see over a course of three <laughs> years who can – put a team together and plan better for a team, Brad or I, because we agree about 90% of the time on dynasty stuff, but the, there's always shit. We always, I don't want to say get an argument, but we disagree about, well, now we're going to be able to run our own team against each other and we're going to see. And right. See. And then you still, then you still got our uncle in there too. Yep. So there's a lot of bragging rights within the family. I think this is me tossing this out there. We need to create a trophy for us three. <laughs> Just whoever finishes with a better record. <clears throat> I'm down for that. I'll throw in 20. You could, I could finish ninth. You could finish 10th. He could finish 11th. But I got a trophy at ninth place. I'll throw in an extra 20 bucks for that. I, I think we ought to do something like that just between us three. That'll work. Uh, speaking of that, man, let's cut it short. We got an hour out of it. Guys, when football comes, we'll get you an hour and a half. Talk some betting. Talk some fantasy. But right now, man, we're, we squeezing, we're squeezing everything we can out of it to get you an hour show. Uh, weekly Blitz Sports on the Chairshot.com, Chairshot Radio Network, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. Brad, you want to even give your Twitter, hand, Twitter handle anymore? Or? Nah, I'm good. Follow- yeah, you'll see me pop up on, uh, I think it's at B to Sell. You'll see me pop up on Ricky's every now and then. B to Sell and Matt Rab will be the two trolls under my Twitter account. 
the big <laughs> no, we're, 62. we're not trolls. We're just there to keep you in check and hold you accountable. Don't call us trolls for that. Uh, I guess. Yeah, you're right. All right, guys. <laughs> Weekly Blitz Sports. We'll see you next week. Uh, let's just hope some uh, sports news breaks out. We have something to talk about. Oh, Tom Brady lost his first matchup. He is officially 0-1 when he's not with Bel- Bill Belichick. He lost in the golf game. Uh, so there you go. Is that a sign of things to come? Oh, man, I hope so. Sean Payton tweets, real tweet, I'm enjoying this Florida Tom Brady because he was <laughs> sucking it up. So, Weekly Blitz Sports, Brad, Big Rick, see you guys next week.